Hi, everybody. This is God Sad. It's been several weeks since my last Sad Truth episode. I've been traveling uh, quite a bit. Most recently, I was last week at the uh, Budapest Demographic Summit uh, held in Hungary uh, on the invitation of the President of Hungary. I'll have more to say about that in a future clip. But for now, I wanted to weigh in very briefly on the Russell Brand uh, story that's unfolding where several women have apparently accused them of uh, raping him. And here I wanted to bring up a theme that I have mentioned on numerous occasions uh, and certainly in uh, my book, The Parasitic Mind, where I talk about this idea of deontological versus consequentialist ethics. And I explained that for certain uh, inviolable principles, foundational principles, such as presumption of innocence, that has to be followed. It has to be a deontological principle. And so I've seen you know, both sides weigh in on Russell Brand's situation. Some, you know, have said the kind of the the old hashtag me too, believe all women, he's a pig, he certainly must have done it, feather and tar him, he's done. And of course that violates the whole principle of presumption of innocence. I've seen other people say, no, this is all a grand conspiracy. He's going against the uh, orthodox narrative. He's ruffling many feathers, and therefore here comes the false rape accusations. We don't know what is the truth. My instinct is, and I have no concrete proof for this, my instinct is, is that Russell Brand is probably not a very nice person. Every, I'm, I'm not exactly ill-equipped to judge people's personalities. And in everything that I've seen of him, he, and he, even he admits that, you know, he was, you know, quite promiscuous, but it's not so much that he was promiscuous. I can, I can sense that he could have been someone who was quite abusive, not abusive necessarily in a criminal sense, but that he would have been uh, you know, viewed people as just instrumental objects for his desire. There was a time when he could obviously attract all sorts of women, and yet he didn't have necessarily the moral compass to say, no, I'm not going to take advantage of these situations. Lionel Messi could probably attract more women than Russell Brand could ever fantasize about. And yet he's a family man who, uh, you know, from all we know, has been with the same woman since childhood. Now, but this is the fact that he's promiscuous doesn't mean that he's a rapist. And so I think it's quite uh, unfortunate or it, it's frankly, it's wrong for, for example, YouTube, if I'm not mistaken, has demonetized his channel. What kind of logic is that? What kind of moral and ethical compass it is to, it is to remove someone's revenue stream simply based on accusations. Now, those accusations might be proven to be true in a court of law, in which case, fine, then you can take all of the appropriate punishments that you you see fit. But it certainly doesn't make sense, notwithstanding, as I said, the fact that he does seem to be, uh, in terms of his personal conduct, a shady character. And again, he's admitted to a lot of that. And, and perhaps the fact that now, you know, he's found spirituality at 48 years old, or what, however old he is, that could also be because his testosterone level 
is now much lower, so he doesn't have the same libidinal drives to be the sexual pig that he might have been in his past. So, you know, it's not because he found God or he's spiritual and he now is a changed man. Lower testosterone has a way of uh, modulating your behavior. So, for example, the best way to handle with criminal types is to let them get old. When they get old, their testosterone goes down, they become less violent criminals. But again, that said, the big lesson here is that it is simply grotesquely incorrect to presume that someone is guilty without them going through the deontological process of being presumed to be innocent. The example that I've given on numerous occasions is that Adolf Eichmann, the Nazi butcher, when the Mossad tracked him down in 1960 in Argentina, they could have done one of two things. They could have put a, put a bullet through his head and method justice right there in the cover of the night without anybody knowing anything about it. Or at great personal and diplomatic cost, they could have tried to you know, whisk him out of Argentina back to Israel to stand trial. And that's exactly what they did. And he stood trial was found guilty, and then they executed him. So Russell Brand deserves that deontological courtesy. There you have it, folks. Those are my thoughts on the Russell Brand story. Until next time, I think the next episode, I'll probably talk about some really interesting things that uh, happened in Hungary on my recent trip, and more generally about some of the things that Hungary's been trying to do in terms of promoting, you know, some some of the things that is relevant to what I talk about on the show on many occasions. Until next time, guys, take care. Cheers.